0: It is show time. It has now been called the biggest fight in history. They had a worldwide press tour. A lot of people are talking about it. I want to talk about it. Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor are going to fight. I connected with my friend Greg, who knows a thing or two about fighting, and we had a conversation. This is it. Joining me now on the Big Money May versus Notorious McGregor podcast is my friend Greg. Greg, how are you?
1: Doing well, man. How about
0: yourself? I'm uh, living the dream. Thanks for asking. It's a great question. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I know that I was skeptical that this this card would ever get made, but props to Dana and props to Floyd.
1: Well, you know, I was uh, I wasn't surprised actually that it finally got done. You know, there was just too much money on the table for this not to get done. Um, as you could see, I mean. This week, I think Mayweather kind of spouted off saying he's going to make upwards of 300000000 million. million. I've seen reports from, like, Darren Rebell, that type, that he'll make about two two hundred fifty mil. But for me, it was more along the lines of, okay, when will uh, the UFC basically come to the table with McGregor and say, okay, let's get this done? Because, I mean, Floyd has his own promotion company. They have that brand-new, I think that's a brand-new arena down there in Vegas.
0: Oh, for sure, Um, for sure. The T-Mobile, I think, is...
1: yeah, so that's what the hockey team is, and we got that, and, um, you know, it just wasn't anything that I was surprised when it finally happened. I mean, nowadays, you're not surprised really by anything, I was not surprised one bit initially when they said, okay, to official,
0: I mean... I'm probably being a little naive. I think maybe where I was is I was overly focused on the actual athletic part of it, where... I mean, mm-hmm. athletically, I'm surprised that McGregor would take the fight because he's almost certainly going to lose. Unless, uh, have I misread that?
1: No, you know, actually, I, I was, uh, I was actually doing some research this week about just some different things in regards to kind of their their physical statures, and it, it really, to the, me, at the no lose situation for McGregor physically, he's taller, he's bigger. I mean, just stature wise, even when he, so at all the, the hoopla garbage press conferences they did. Yes, they did do <laughs> yeah. some hoopla yeah. press
0: conferences, didn't they? <laughs>
1: yeah, you could just see how much bigger he is. And, uh, you know, he's going to go in there an inch taller, weight's going to be negligible, but the way he carries it's different. I get two-inch reach advantage. Um, McGregor has a pretty tough chin, if you really... Sure.
0: But I don't think more. I don't think Floyd's really going to test it anyway. Floyd's just going to dance around, point him up, walk away with the decision, and everyone will be like, "I can't believe I paid so much for that fight." I mean, obviously, you can't dispute that McGregor's taller, but is that enough? Is that moving the needle for you?
1: It, it, It moves it in the sense that I definitely, if I were a betting man, which I tend to be, but I will not be in Vegas. If I were, I would lay money on the odds with McGregor obviously plus 500. I mean, you're getting the spiel to me just because one of the things that people don't really give McGregor credit for is his knockout power. I mean, the dude can knock somebody senseless. Oh, for sure. Yeah, now granted, of course. Like you said, the way the way Mayweather's going to fight, you know, I don't know if you did, but I ordered the Pacquiao Mayweather fight wasted 100 some my dollars on it. The <laughs> worst <laughs> Was the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, yep. And then that is going to be, if, uh, if this is just a straight fight, boxing, you know, no shenanigans are going to be involved. All you're going to see is, you know, Connor come out, throw a punch, and then Mayweather, tink, tink, run, you know, yep. tag, tag, run. He's probably one of the considered, I think, one of the best counter punchers ever.
0: Floyd is really, really good at his craft and for, uh... Obviously, the things you're saying are very reasonable. Conor's bigger. He has punching power. He can absolutely knock an opponent out. Conor has a tough chin. He can absolutely take a blow from the opponent. For me, I don't see where either of those things really are relevant to this particular fight unless Floyd gets kicked by a horse before he gets into the ring and he forgets what's going on. I mean, short of short of someone taking a horseshoe upside of his head and having him go into the ring concuss, he's not going to punch Conor in the face most likely. I mean or at least not he's going to not right. going to strike him with the intent to knock him out. He's going to point off of nope. him and the idea that Connor is ever going to line up Floyd, I don't know, man. I think we're way way off the rails with that. Nobody hits Floyd. I'm not saying that, you know, Connor is so unskilled, but my understanding from the sparring sessions is his feet are amazing for a guy who's been boxing for as short as he has, but Right. That doesn't make his feet world class and mean he's going to be able to start lining Floyd Mayweather up. So, all right, you're a betting exactly. man. I like the idea. So, you're saying that Conor can get enough points to win by a decision, or are you trying to tell me right here on the podcast that Conor McGregor is <laughs> going to line up Floyd Mayweather and he's going to get a ten count, he's going to knock him out or TKO? They'll stop the fight. Is that what I just heard?
1: Well, I think, well, here, here, here's, here's. The, I think this fight can go two ways. I see it going. And it's really the only two. Um, the first one is obviously the the repeat of that ugly fight from 2015, where all Mayweather did was run counterpunch. and punch. And uh, one thing I will say is Mayweather—he's two years old. He hasn't fought two years. Four years old. He's getting up there, but you know, still sure. pretty good shape. But um, and then you know, round four, five, six, seven, somewhere in there he'll probably start getting a little cocky. And then if he does that, and he just lets his guard down for, because I mean, it's like McGregor, when he fought, uh, Jose Aldo,
0: right? right
1: knocked him silly. in what 13 seconds, I mean, it just
0: takes one. I, that was, I was talking to my wife yeah. about the importance of the fight before the podcast, before I connected with you, I was, you know, telling her what we were going to do. And I was like, Oh, so, you know, the thing about Connor is he's so special. And I imagine anyone who's listening probably knows this, but his background, just in case you're a general interest listener, So, McGregor is unique in the MMA, mixed martial arts, UFC fighting, because he transitions between weight classes and he's carried championship belts in multiple divisions simultaneously, which is just unheard of. Uh, You know, my wife has a Taekwondo background in competition. So, when she heard that she was competing and winning in different weight classes, like her eyebrows went, oh, okay. I see why they would pay so much for that type of thing now. So, but, you know, and he knocked out Jose. so quickly. And I was telling her about the picture that he did on social where he had somebody photo him from the ground looking up at him with the caption was, <laughs> wake up, Jose. It's over. I was like, he is, he is right. a cocky man. And maybe that's a good, uh, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. So let me get your two scenarios. So you think. I get you. I read you. So May is going to be so far out in front on the cards. He's going to know it. He's going to think back to these press conferences, which I do want to get to. I want to transition to the press conference and what they were saying to each other. But before we do that, so Floyd's going to become cocky. He's going to have a lapse in his sweet science. He's going to fuck it up and open himself to Connor. I would give you long shot odds on that, that I don't know that Floyd's susceptible to that type of stuff. What's the second path that you see?
1: here, here's the um, the second path. Wouldn't surprise me. Is this? So, when, when they've been going around all these press conferences, they've been traveling together in the same plane.
0: That's my understanding. Sometimes.
1: They're both fairly smart businessmen. Sure. So basically, what I think is that you know Mayweather probably wants to get to 50 now, but he's also one of the smartest businessmen that was ever bought. and he knows. Okay, I made two or three hundred million. Pacquiao, I made another two three hundred mil with McGregor let's just say I take a dive or wow you know something along those lines and basically say okay how much money is in the rematch and they could put it then they probably wouldn't I would say if they did that they would go to uh, big huge venue it would just be you are nuts. so
0: you're you're so far down the rabbit hole that not only has floyd thrown the fight but you're already mapping out venues for the rematch is that is that what i just heard <laughs> yep they're putting fluoride in my water you're gonna make me do the alex jones impression floyd mayweather it's a pratfall it's an inside job it's false flag terrorism, folks. It's like the Bay of Tonkin at the Floyd McGregor. It's all about your money and your buy rate and your pay-per-view. No, no, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. There's no fucking way on earth that Floyd, no matter how much money you put in front of him, that he's going to take a dive in this fight. I I don't see that. Well,
1: you, you never know because then it's well, what he could do, too. Think about it. He could make a bet on you Hey, oh
0: my so to I got to stop you there. I got to stop you there. Harlem yeah. nights. One of my favorite movies of all time. Wonderful boxing fix, double cross scheme thing. Hollywood over here at the T-Mobile arena in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. There is no chance that Floyd Mayweather is laying down as part of some conspiracy. And he's also now he's wagering on himself as well. And he's going to be able to launder all of that money back to himself. You, I was saying that Floyd would have to get kicked by a horse. Did you get kicked by a horse?
1: Well, Like I said, that that is definitely just my conspiracy theory. I don't, you know, you always want you always want to think it's always up and up, but that that's just one of those things where if if they were to concoct something, which uh-huh. you know, I mean, if you can really think about it. McGregor's never fighting UFC; he wouldn't have to.
0: Sure, sure. All right. Well, that's the best part about this particular podcast is we don't do any type of pre-work or prep work. And I have literally no idea what you were going to say before we got on. And I'm (laughs) speechless. That's probably a wonderful transition because two guys who were not speechless on the Mighty Press Tour were Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. So uh, for anyone not familiar, it was a four-city promo tour where they stopped and did live press conferences. Well, I guess all press conferences are in their nature live. But you know, they used the power right. of social media to stream them out. And there was a lot of bitching and you're a hoe and and this, that, and the other thing. There were allegations. You know, things kinda got weird where I don't think I'm going out And saying anything that's that's hugely controversial to say that politics has unfortunately kind of seeped into almost everything in American culture right now because of the Trump administration. And I mean, all of this stuff, I don't I don't think I'm breaking any news by saying that almost everything is heavily politicized right now. Yeah, Connor and Floyd, their press conference tours got high enough on the radar where some of those in the political sphere started to pick it up. And of course, they condemned it because the language is misogynistic and it's sexist and it's this, that and the other thing. That's yeah. fine. I mean, that's what a lot of those talking heads. That's how they do their entertainment show. And I mean, if you want to consume that type of content, you can find it. You can subscribe to it. You can follow it. I'm not particularly interested in And a lot of those things, they feel like faux controversy. It's just manufactured outrage just for ratings. And, you know, again, yeah, if that's how they want to run the show and they've got an audience, that's awesome. That's how it should work. If you're a content creator and a content provider and you attach to an audience and you have that relationship where you're enjoying each other, that's great. And I've got nothing bad to say about that. But what did surprise me is some of the MMA writers that I follow, they got awfully sanctimonious about what Connor was saying, what Floyd was saying, and about how it was just a terrible look. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're making a career off of writing about combat sports. These individuals, they're not out there saying, hey, I'm a role model for society, and I'm going on an elementary school tour. I mean, these are guys promoting a fight You know, they are physically trying to harm each other. So I really feel it's an insult to my intellect when somebody who covers that sport starts telling me about how, you know, Connor's got to watch his tongue and this all bitch stuff. But at some point, I feel like every person has to make a choice. Either this is an entertainment product that I'm willing to consume, regardless of the personalities of the people who play it, or in this case, the fight game, the people who are fighting.
1: With this whole fight, if anybody were to come out, any big name, Journalists, and I haven't seen any, thankfully. You know, but I'm sure if, if somebody sets up stupid, then you'll have your talking heads come out and say, "Oh my God, I can't believe he said that." We need to, you know, you need to not watch this fight. You need to not contribute to. It. It's uh, it's actually pretty funny because um, I've been trying to uh, personally, I'm trying to get my lady to order it, and you know, it's a hundred bucks, and I was like, you know, yeah, I could probably swing it. I don't know if we're gonna watch it here, but um bar, and the reason why I bring this up is because bars around town now, I mean, it's going to cost them anywhere between five and ten grand just for the fight. Really? Like, for instance, this place I normally go to watch fights for free. Any pay-per-view, they're always free, right? So so this one, though, the guy, the owner of the place, is charging 35 bucks per seat. It, and that, that doesn't guarantee you a table. It scares you a seat in the bar, right? Plus a two-drink minimum. So there is just so much money flying in. that you know what? It, it, that's how they want to make their money. And those are the type of things that they want to say to each other. You know, you had McGregor wearing the the jersey at the dude. You oh, that's the, right. His life, which, yes. caused the, which caused the whole domestic violence thing. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Dude. It I'm was. Sorry, I thought it was hilarious.
0: I'm not sure how much traction this story had got outside of the Bay, but apparently Draymond Green on Instagram oh, shot a yeah. message yeah. to Connor saying that, you know, we roll... With with money, sorry, you're not the one. Take that jersey off. And he was like, I don't even know who you are, kid. He yeah. <laughs> was like, stay <laughs> in school, study your books. I don't know who you, know, you are. Exactly. He definitely stepped in the bucket there, man, because he thought it was his jersey and it wasn't. It was uh, whatever, CJ...
1: Yeah, CJ Watson or...
0: CJ Watson. That's absolutely correct, so... So that turns out to be a C.J. Watson jersey, which the backstory is that C.J. was the one who allegedly was getting down with Floyd's girl. So that is trolling at the level of greatness that only Connor, I think, can achieve. It's just, it's (laughs) so amazing. So
1: for for McGregor to bring that out, it was classic. It really was, it was basically something that he just said, yeah, I know exactly what this is going to do, and I'm going to do it. I wouldn't be surprised again. Now, with a lot of them, like, that so them traveling together, they've probably kind of given each other a okay, Look, we're going to go here, we're going to go here. You know, if something comes up, we need a moment will talk about it afterwards. I, I don't honestly think that they've both gone into these with no indication what the other's going to say. Hmm. Because, I mean, there's no, to me, there's no possible way they would do that.
0: It's prediction time. I've got mayweather by decision and i've got it being a completely boring fight i feel like you can already map out the in-game twitter where you can see people going oh i can't believe we paid for this but you know bust worst fail i think that the story writes itself that hey you know what we took an mma guy who had a great fighting background an incredible spirit and a a unique ability to sell we brought him in we gave him a chance he wasn't good enough to stand in the ring with probably the greatest pound for pound fighter of all times he couldn't hit him he couldn't keep from getting hit he never got hurt he never landed anything he never took anything he being connor there but in the end it was just a mismatch and floyd style wasn't one that would make the fight end Because it was a mismatch, so instead it turns into just a round after round after round. And the arena, all the people who paid, I can already hear the boos echoing off the wall. And I think there'll be a lot of people going, I can't believe I paid for this. Never again, as if there'll be another situation as unique as this. (laughs) That's my prediction.
1: Unfortunately, um, you pretty much stole all my thunder. Because I think you're exactly right. It really... To me, if you really look at the nuts and bolts of this fight, if you really say, okay, throw all the BS out, throw all the stuff out, and just look at the fight and the fighters and go, just keep everything else out. You have a guy who is coming in with, into a boxing ring, which he's never really done, wearing gloves he's never really worn, that are heavier than anything he's ever worn before. And he's going up against a guy who, yep, he's 40, we get it, go fast, he can still move, and he's a great counterpuncher. So, like you said, it's going to be one of those in the sixth and seventh round. Facebook, Twitter, all the things are going to be. I can't believe I did this again. I said no after the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. I, you know, I'm never doing this again. I'm in two years, you know, have it happens again. They'll, they'll, I'll pay their money. But unfortunately, I, you know, being a sensible sports fan and knowledge of I like to say. Mayweather wins his decision. Now, what I really hope, then, and, I, and I, this is my hope, is that he gets knocked out and McGregor wins yep. and Mayweather goes away.
0: I definitely want Conor to win, but not because I actually appreciate the Conor Act so much more than I appreciate the Money May Act. I want the UFC fighter to win because I think boxing is cheap and rude and fixed and horrible. And I understand Triple G, and I get the goes and stuff, but generally speaking, it's a dead sport. It's absolutely horrible. They've ripped off so many people. And I'm not saying that Dana has always treated the fighters correctly, but the UFC very rarely disrespects the customer. And as a customer of UFC, I appreciate that. So if this is the first of many, any UFC fighter that's going to make the leap to boxing, I'm going to be behind them 100%. This probably isn't going to yield a UFC win but that's definitely what I'll be cheering for. Well, and, and
1: uh, on your point about boxing, boxing is dead sport. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I had no idea who the heavyweight champion. And 30 years ago, everybody knew the heavyweight champion. everybody knew the champion. You know, it, you had, it was like almost a golden age of boxing it was in the late 80s or the 90s. You had Tyson, you had Sugar Ray Leonard, you had like Carvajal, you had, you know, Hagler, Hearns, all those guys. And now, like you said, with just, the all the questionable BS that goes on in boxing, the the, the rigging, the, the backdoor dealings. Whereas with May, okay, you come out, you knock the guy out. I mean, there's no faking that.
0: Yep, and then you you get a fight of the night bonus if you can earn it. So to wrap up here, I'm still absolutely beside myself that you think that May could have a lapse. I'm gonna start adding that into my calculations now because Connor can piss people off. And if he gets under May's skin, and you're right, if he gets to that sixth round, if he gets to that seventh round, and he's on the bicycle, and it all feels good, and his 40-year-old body is like, you know what? I've Ponce de owned your ass, man. There is nothing that can stop me. What if I tried to knock this fucking idiot out? You know? And then he got caught. I'm not saying that you've convinced me that it's not crazy, but it's not as crazy as I was convinced it was.
1: Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> all
0: right, all right, let's 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 bring this sucker home. Any final thoughts?
1: You know, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, then after that, hopefully we'll get to see uh, John Jones and Brock Lesnar. We'll talk about that another time. You know, again, if we're saying the same thing we all said two years ago, why the hell did I pay to watch this
0: fight? Well, I definitely expect whatever I get invested into this fight, uh, I expect it to be a letdown. But there'll be some laughs along the way, and that's good enough for me. Now it's good enough for you too, because that's the end of the podcast.